Stories of the human spirit. Candid conversations about action, passion, and love. The Law of Action is about living in balance, moving forward with momentum in inspired action. Overcome challenges, create success, amplify your life, and achieve things you never thought possible. It's all waiting for you. If you're ready to break through your fears and live your life in massive action, this is the show for you. He's a best-selling author, speaker, advisor, your host, Mr. Action himself, Rob Actis. Welcome to Show Action Takers. Glad to have you here. Living the Law of Action is based on my book, The Law of Action, and I love to connect with the movers and shakers of the world who are passionate about the good they do for others and who listen to their hearts, taking inspired action every single day. On the show, my guests are incredible, and my guest today is not a guest. She's a co-host. So, Audrey Lawrence, welcome to the show. Thanks, Rob. I love co-hosting. This is my favorite show to do and to be part of it as a co-host i think i'm just like drunk with power already what's going on oh you're so amazing today i would love to dive into a statement that i saw mel robbins make the other day on tiktok oh she's a brilliant brilliant woman very authentic uh you know you can see why she's so successful but what she said was nobody's gonna come I think nobody's coming. I know. And I, I, it really kind of hit home because, you know, we have to adult and we tend to, as humans think that we're just going to get rescued. No one's coming to save your business. No one's coming to write your speech. No one's coming to do your podcast. No one's coming. Like we're here to do this our own. But do you think people really believe somebody's coming? I don't believe that they're waiting to be rescued. I think that they just gave up on themselves or they don't have the tools or they don't know where to start or the self-doubt sort of, you know, gobbles up what procrastination turns into. I just think it's like the sum of parts. I don't think I'm sitting around waiting for my refrigerator to clean itself. I think I'm smart enough to figure that out. But what I struggle with is where to begin with any project, with any wish, with any goal, with any outcome. And it always makes me so mad that corporations have roadmaps and have MBAs and have great planners. And I go to work and help corporations succeed, follow the goals, the outline, the vision. And then I come home and I look at my pile of heap of a life that's left over And I'm mad that I don't have that same destiny outlined for my own goal, for my own purpose, for my own vision. And where's the roadmap for us people? I don't think it's just waiting to be saved. I think it's paralyzed by the opportunity of knowing where to start. Sorry, that was a lot. But honestly, I feel very like passionate about that. You be passionate. It's all good. No, I I think that people do wait for something to happen. And yeah, I don't think they wait for something to happen. They wait for all the lights to be green. They wait for the right time in their life. They wait for, oh, today's not the best day instead of going for it, instead of risking failure, instead of casting aside the idea that you have to have all of your timings perfect. How many times have we said, it's not my time? I mean, I talked about it in my TED talk. Like, It is not my time. Like, that is the most ridiculous statement that I have been super guilty of. 
for no other reason but expecting that my success required me to have all my ducks in a row. All the lights had to be green for me to move forward. But that sentence, that belief, that dysfunctional belief in and of itself totally paralyzed my success, Rob. Like I was stuck because of what the world tells us. You got to wait, right? Get your, get your act together and then it'll happen. But where do you even start? I think it's hilarious as humans that we have so many excuses and I'll jump in on the line as well, but so many excuses for our success. And well, you know, I don't know this, or I don't know that, or this planet has to be aligned, or this person has to be in my life and this and that. And we are so capable of so much. And it's interesting how the human dynamic, we sabotage ourselves you know, even to jump back to the worthiness, I'm not worthy of success, can be someone else. I'm not going to ever be a Academy Award winning actor, actress, or I'm not going to be, you know, the top salesperson, someone else is going to do it. And, you know, even if you look at, you know, super successful people, it's, they just went and just did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only difference is just, they did it. They took action. And See, and it all boils to that. I mean, it's just grab Rob's book. And this is not a shameless plug, but I'm going to tell you, like, how do you move yourself from stuck to, to moving forward? How do you unpack your past, the beliefs about yourself, so you can impact your future? And it really is about that taking action moment. And I don't mean to be plugging you, Rob, but I am a fan Um, And getting into the groove of challenging yourself, getting off the sofa, doing what Mel says and recognizing it is only you that is going to save yourself. And you don't have to save yourself from peril. I'm just talking about saving yourself from the average stuck that you know you were built better than. We all have something inside us that we were ready to be when we were young, when we had ambition, when we had hopes. And it doesn't have to be that long ago. But when did that wish get bogged down by all of these other self-doubt, by opportunities, by the misactions? And when do you decide to just let it go? I'm going to take action. I'm going to let go. I'm going to cut the cord. I'm going to say enough. I'm so sick of being stuck. I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to disrupt myself in such a dramatic matter that I'm going to make change in my life. That's what I had to do. I had to go from somebody who couldn't work the TV to jumping into a class at MIT because there was no other way I could throw myself a lifeline where I was just going to say, enough already. I'm tired of being teased. I'm tired of the five-year-old working the TV better than me. How do I make a change? So I did it big, but I had the law of action mentality. I had your teaching. Well, thank you. And I think that's what she means by knowing's gonna come. Like you're living alone, No one's going to come and clean your house. No one's going to do your laundry. And it's as simple as that. And, you know, we, we tend to think that someone's going to come and grab us and take us to our dream life. And I think that's what she's saying in that respect. Uh, Hit it really hard for me. I, I think Bottom line is it just means take personal responsibility for your life. That's what it means to me. Yeah. I just always felt like a lack of tools. 
it wasn't that I wasn't willing to try, right? We all bust our butts trying to make it happen. It's just why are my energies not paying off? Why am I constantly hustling and not getting anywhere? It wasn't until I added planning and strategy and knowledge and the understanding of how to create a vision um, and really outlining my goals. I did this fabulous class at Wharton and it talked about whose goals are you holding on to? Are you really holding on to your version of your goals or have they been handed down to you? Because if you get to the finish line and it feels sort of ungratifying, there's a hot flash that that's the hollow crown that wasn't your goal in the first place. Maybe it was your parents' wish for you or somebody else's version of who you thought you were going to be and getting really real about what you want for yourself, which may not include that Emmy. Um, but it is ultimately about getting really authentic with yourself about what you want and then strategizing like a corporation would about how to get there. Tools are abound. They're everywhere. But yet very few structured tools for regular people. There's a couple pep talks. There's a, a nice little outlines and how to handle mentality and mindset, of course, and we all love Carol Dweck. But at the end of the day, where's the strategy to really get a corporate KPI return, key performance indicators on where your life is and how do you make it happen? And that's why I love so much about putting an action plan together. Or, you know, success reset, a passion that's so uh, important to me. Understanding to do it like a boss. All right, well, let's talk about success reset. So go more into that. Tell me more, tell, know, like, let's, let's just peel that onion. Success reset, I think is important. I think, I think you could, all, you could also call success reset a pivot or a shift. And yeah. let me tell you, when, I shift and pivot all the time. My God, there's always something it. going on. You know, it was interesting. It's just, it's, I find life fascinating in that one, I wrote the book I needed to read. I find that amazing. Two, I created the podcasts that I need to listen to, which is, I find amazing. And then three, I've created businesses that I needed to build and fail because I needed to build it and fail because the life lesson that I learned from it was quite expensive. Oh my. And I needed to learn that. It's just it's interesting. amazing how this human experience is. Well, I think you touched on it. And I sort of hear it mirrored in Warren Buffett's advice for stock, which is buy into the stock that you would be the, the guest of or the client of or the product purchaser of. So it's not too dissimilar to you building the book, the podcast, the brand that you feel you need. But ultimately, you know, we all are singing each other's songs. We all are telling each other's stories. It's when we become brave enough to share our story that then we start sharing it with the world and really impacting life. You told the story, but it continues to tell itself over and over again in the people who learn from you and share it and then share it with somebody else. Every day, people reinvent your story and help themselves just from your knowledge, from that book, from your podcast. And it goes the same. All of us have that opportunity. My story of dyslexia and going back to school, you have, all of us, have the opportunity to tell the story of success because ultimately it helps people. And the uglier the story, the more authentic, the more truthful, the more painful it is to share, 
Honestly, that's when people have reached out and said, your story touched me and it helped me realize that, you know what? It's not out of my opportunity. I can do this. And I know from your fans, oh my gosh, do I know from your fans, they're crazy passionate about the lessons you teach. So, you know, it's to continue to tell that story. And then the process is so cathartic, right? You heal in the process, you learn, you share with others. And again and again, the cycle happens. So keep keep doing it. Yeah, you have to have your momentum in your life. It's one of the most important things you can do. And and I'll look, I'm the first to admit that I'm far from perfect. I had some roadblocks, some challenges recently. And it really knocked me down, really knocked me down. And, you know, I hear Mel Robbins saying no one's coming because I was like, you know, come, someone come rescue me. And I, I've got to take care of my stuff. And it's not easy. I mean, there was a week, there was a week that went by recently and I'm just like, I'm not being productive. I'm not doing, I, I had to reset my brain of how I had to think about it. And what happened is, and I didn't see a light at the end of the tunnel for something. And it was a really depressing experience. And then once I got to the point of like, well, no one's coming. You're a grown ass man. You got to take care of this stuff. This is not easy. And then you do. And it's really important that we really understand that our life is our life because of the decisions that we have made. Good or bad, our life is our life based on the decisions that we've made. And we need to own that. You know, and sometimes it's not fair, right? Sometimes we just haven't been given opportunity. We haven't been given access or exposure. But it is a self-leveling world. I'll tell you, whatever you think your roadblock is, you can you can move through it with just researching it. So, you know, here I am not being able to read as fluidly as every other person I know, just a lifelong struggle with severe dyslexia, which as you can imagine, think about what that does. Try filling out anything. Try filling out a form. Try filling out a mortgage. Try filling out an application. Try your admittance application into college. Try getting on an interface and learning something. If your main barrier in your day is being able to translate these funny figures into knowledge, into your brain, you pretty much are really, um, you're at a deficit. And that was my story. And then I started Googling it. Something as simple as Googling Uh, then I realized, oh, there's tons of resources out there for people who struggle in this place. Oh, I can take classes and it actually reads me the words and it pops up and I can add extra things onto my computer app so it allows me to be able to jump over that hurdle. You have to look honestly at your lot in life, the hand that's been given you, the deficiencies, not necessarily clinging to what you're good at, but really looking at the stuff you're bad at and negotiating how to solve on that. For me, it was how to solve on reading. When I figured out the really simple solution at 30 years old, how to solve on reading, suddenly I went to just about every school that would let me in. I'm talking all the good ones. Yeah, it's amazing. And it required me to honestly do about two minutes of, of 
research. I had never done it because most of us just believe in the daily what we've been handed. And the status quo for us is our standard operating. And until you pull back and really challenge that and say, how am I going to solve on this really basic thing? You know, I don't read very well. And that makes learning really crappy. Fast forward, Harvard, Yale, Princeton, MIT, I'm looking at a program at Oxford now, all of them online, all of them read the words to me. I'm electrified by the knowledge. You know what? Reading was just a small roadblock. I had to learn to renegotiate it. We all have to look at what our roadblocks are and understand how to renegotiate them. Have to renegotiate your roadblocks. Don't worry about what you're good at. Don't worry about what you like. Don't worry about what your gifts are. Just renegotiate your roadblocks. Mic drop moment. There you go. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for being my co-host. Uh, will you come back next week, please? My pleasure. Are you kidding? This is the best gig ever. Oh my God. I love it. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy and precious day to listen to the Living the Law of Action show. We so appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me along with my very special guest, Audrey Lawrence, to touch your heart, move you, inspire you. Remember, take time out to breathe. Don't let fear stop you. Decide, plan, and act. I'm Rob Actis. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Living the Law of Action show with Mr. Action, Rob Actus. Please rate, review, and subscribe.